Yeah, welcome back. Uh. Season four of the Average Joe Show. Uh. So tell me, are you down? Uh. Are you down? Yeah. So tell me, are you down? Remember season one was your favorite episode. Tell me, are you down? Back in season two, we talked about what's good for you. Are you down? We lost a lot in season three, but I hope you stay down with me, yeah. Tell me how you down, tell me how you down. Season four, yeah. Tell me how you down, tell me how you down, yeah. It's the Average Show show. Tell me how you down, tell me how you down, yeah. This is an Average Joe Media Production. Welcome to another episode of Thoughts of an Average Joe Podcast. My name is Toroy Jackson, man, your favorite Average <laughs> Joe. And, uh... I got a special guest on. It's been a minute. Nikki, my girl, how is you living? How is you doing? What's up, everybody? You already know. It's been a minute. Chilling like a villain. The last time you was on my podcast, it was like end of season one. Yeah. It's been been almost almost two years. (laughs) It's been a minute, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, Obviously, I saw you on my client's podcast, but I'm saying since the last time you've been on mine, Started a business, y'all here, y'all here making moves, you know, doing yes, what you I, doing what I gotta do, man. Just trying to, trying to survive. Super proud. Trying of you. to, trying to work for myself because this, this corporate America ain't it. <laughs> Call it like it is. You working for yourself, you surviving, and you doing what it do. Hey, because you came back with a whole new setup. Yeah, a whole new setup. That's why I said I'm proud of you. You're hey, doing man, it big. Listen, you, you, you got you got to start. You got to start small somewhere, right? You got to start small somewhere. Um, how's your mental health? How are we doing today? I mean, I had texted you earlier. I was a little mm-hmm. off it and shit. But I mean, we all have them days. Yes, we do. We all have them days. I think that is good to have an outlet. Mm-hmm. That's the most important thing. So I just been trying to like chill, stay to myself, think, you know, figure out what I got to do to get my mind right, mm-hmm. make me happy. Cause if I'm not happy. Everybody else around me finna be upset. Nah, I feel you on that. I feel you on that. What about you? How you um, doing? My mental health is probably like seven out of ten. I'm doing, I'm doing solid. I'm doing good. Just working, so I'm enjoying my days off. Sounds good. Yeah, I mean, Sounds I mean. Good. Enjoying my days off, preparing for the move, everything like that. So, you know, it's just life. You know what I'm saying? Life hits you. And I'm, I'm tired of working these two jobs, but I got an end goal in sight. So, you know, I'm just out here trying to trying to survive. I hear you, trying man. to do what I got to do. Trying to get my credit right and everything like that. So, yeah, I, only hear, I don't only hear you. I see you, too. Like I said, I'm proud of you. You're doing it big. You know, you, you, you got your company. And like you said, you have an end goal. And yes. That's the most important thing. Yes, like working for corporate America ain't 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 uh at all. It's not it. Like they will have you here one day and go on the next. And <laughs> That's I ain't a fact. You're <laughs> exactly. I rather I rather have my own company and go from there. That's um. So today, right? It's just gonna be another title. It's gonna be the third installment of what I like to call everyday conversations when I ain't got no topic. Okay. So we're just gonna go off the top of the dome. Okay. Um. Let's start with corporate America. I feel you know what I hate when people take their job way too serious. Yeah, like you be it be like oh like you got to do it this way. Like listen, they you replaceable it. like I'm replaceable. Yeah, I ain't doing so it. like why why are you taking your job way too serious? Like this is your life. Like do you not know if you get into like an accident and can't work, they will drop you like a bad That's habit. A fact. They will drop you like a bad habit, and then you stuck like Chuck. That's a fact. These they companies got applications. Exactly, they only care about their bottom line it's yeah. it's very rare when you find a company a well-established company that cares 
about their employees as well. Mm-hmm. Like they feel like I'm just going with things aren't going right. We're just going to slap a pizza party and it's going to be straight. Like I remember the new night job I'm working at. They was like, oh, we're going to throw you a pizza party. You know, these motherfuckers had the audacity to give people <laughs> little Caesars, little CCs. Oh, no, like, no. like what? CCs. My bad, Caesars, not Caesars. I was about to say, that's yeah. even worse than Little like, Caesars. It was Little Caesars, and I'm just like, I went to sleep. I was like, I don't know what y'all expected. Like, y'all thought they were going to give y'all Papa John's or Domino's? Like, you're going to tell people Little Caesars and don't even get them anything to drink. Shit, they could have at least gave y'all niggas Domino's. Yo, that's just, that's just respectful as fuck. <laughs> I was like, fact. ain't even give no, y'all ain't even buy no drinks? No, that's just respectful as shit. I was like, nah. That's why I just, I'm so focused on working for myself because I, I refuse. Like, I remember, I want to say I was doing my one of my clients' podcasts and I asked them they wanted something to eat. And we got like, I think it was like Domino's. That was the closest. But I got Domino's, I got wings, and I got something to drink. Mm-hmm. Just it got people to drink because I care about them. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, sometimes, like, in order for it to be a great work environment, you got to show your employees that they care. Right. You know what I'm saying? They'll work harder for you as opposed to just little Caesars. I was like, I was, I was so sad for them. I feel you. They was like, you ain't eat. I was like, no, I went to sleep in my car. I was like, little Caesars. I'm still stuck on the fact that you really got my, you got them little Caesars. Like that's some bullshit. Yeah. That really is some bullshit, man. Like, I don't know. It's just the more and more, the more and more I really want to work for myself, the less and less I want to work for other people. And it just be like, everybody keeps talking about like, you know, stability, this and that. But it's like, if you don't, if you're not going to treat me right, why, why should I continue to work for you? Right. If you're not happy where you at, you got to find something that you meant to do. Cause that's, that's how your work ethics exactly. is going to come through. Mm-hmm. You know, a person going to know how much you care about that job. One, how they treat you. Exactly. And two, the work that you put in. Exactly. I was a manager for um, Family Dollars. Um, this was a few years ago. And, you know, when I first got into doing stuff like that, I was going above and beyond just to show them, like, you know, this is what I'm capable of. Like, everything on my application. Mm-hmm is what it is mm-hmm. like i really bust my behind working i do everything i said i gonna do on the application like you know i wear many hats now i'm doing electrician you know i got my um permit to be driving trucks okay so i'm moving forward to that but it's like you know i was working at the job and they started abusing me mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like bro i gotta i still gotta go home every night to a child mm-hmm. You know, and if I don't got time to sit down and help my son with homework and do this and do that, like, that mean, y'all working me too hard. And I ain't going to be working too hard for no man. Like, facts. it's going to be for facts. me. Big facts. Big you know facts. what I'm saying? Like, another thing um, I wanted to touch on was when you said they be taking a job too serious. <laughs> that remind me of freaking Walmart. I go to Walmart if I'm trying to change something or you know, whatever it is, and it has to do with an employee from Walmart helping me out. Mm-hmm. It's like, bro, change my shit. It's not coming out your pocket. Mm-hmm. What the fuck you tripping for? Like, so it's weird because, like, it's like I have a different respect for the people that work at Walmart because, like, my night job, we we were, like, working hand-in-hand with the Walmart people. Mm-hmm. But when they don't be helping people, I don't even be getting mad at them because I, I feel like they be like, you know this, like, bro, like, you walk around the store like the rest of us and figure that shit out. <laughs> like, walk around the store like the rest yeah. of us and figure out, like, that's why I never, like, the only thing I hate about Walmart is they ain't never got no cashiers at night. Yeah. Other than that, I don't really ask them. I'd be I'll, if I can't find it, and they be like, "Oh, it's over there." I'll just figure it out. I ain't yeah. like because I'm on. I'd be on that same type of time when I be at work. I don't really want to be helping you. I just help <laughs> you because I gotta help you <laughs> at work, man. But I don't want to work. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm like I'm a people person, but I'm not a customer service person. Like. I ain't got like you know what I'm saying like mm-mm, you be- I'm the opposite. I'm a customer service person, but I'm not a people person. Mm. Yeah, nah. I do not like people. I like people. I don't like being surrounded by a group of people in an outing. Like if we gonna like I don't I don't do clubs. So like you won't catch me at like a club or I'll do more of like a bar or gotcha. like a lounge or something like that. But like a club type setting, nah, you ain't gonna see me there. Growing up, I didn't do clubs up until I 
think I turned like 19, 18, 19. Uh-huh. Then I, it was a point where I was going out by myself. Everybody downtown know me like, oh, Nikki, New York, what's good? Da, da, da. Uh-huh. But now I think because I've done the club so much, it's like played out. And I'm to the point where it's like, you ain't getting me to come outside. But I did go and show support to um, one of your homeboys, one uh-huh. of your clients and uh-huh. stuff. And did, you know, checked out his listening party. That It was so dope. It was dope. I had a really good time. Because I started not to go. I was like, bump that money I spent, you know. But uh-huh. I went, and I'm glad I did. I had a really, really good time. I was telling my dude about it. Like, you know, we need to check one of those listening parties out. What was he? It was what? Strictly R&B? Um, yeah, they was doing R&B. Old which school, was new school? Both. Okay. Both, both. And it was it was dope because it's like you hear R&B only and it's like, damn, we're going to be crying all night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was straight. It was straight. They threw on some throwbacks and it was lit. I was okay. switching, you know, switching both um, to both stations where the DJs was, you know. Doing so it was two thing. DJs? Yeah, it was two separate DJs and you pretty So much, who was better? Um... Honestly, I think they both was evenly entertaining. Okay. I think um your boy Levi, shout out to him. Yeah. He did his thing. Like legit, he was I think that he was more um let's say um active with the crowd cuz mm-hmm. yeah, that's at, him. at some yeah. point his behind was off the stage. Yeah, that's that's, crowd, that's, like, that's 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 definitely him. He's definitely active with the crowd, yeah. You know, and the other dude was like, "Oh, damn, I got to step it up." You know, and then he wound up you know throwing on some shit that got us hype mm-hmm. but i think if i had to say i was i was more on you know your homeboy okay listening to him you know how he dj'd and stuff like that not only me the whole room was lit up to mm-hmm. his color and shit so yeah i'm gonna have to check him out man shout out to warren man. shout out to him man is he be he be doing his thing i'm gonna have to check him out for real for real but it's, it's got to be the right setting for me Because like I said I don't do clubs And I don't want to yeah, do clubs Yeah you could just do like um, You know so, a, a scenario where he Hosting a lounge mm-hmm. You know DJing at a lounge Or something Because um, We went there And it was It was really nice It wasn't like Too packed But it was like Packed mm-hmm. You know what I mean like it was a good amount of people there, and everybody was really enjoying themselves and having a good time. As opposed to like how downtown, because afterwards we wound up going downtown, and it was thick mm-hmm. out there, and I was like, "Damn!" But I ain't missing nothing because I already, like I said, I was already on scene with that shit. So yeah, my cousin's in town for the Orlando Carnival. I think mm-hmm. she's trying to. I, I want to met up with them today. Me and my parents met up with her for some brunch, and she was like, "You gotta come out." I'm like. Cause yeah, no. of, you know that is definitely not my scene. I ain't got a lick of Caribbean in me, so I don't know shit about I mean, what they talking about. It's just the atmosphere. Yeah. I was gonna get some tickets to go to that too, but it's like, um, got to do my hair, uh-huh. got to get outfits, and I think I think that's probably part of the problem. Is like half the time anybody want me to come out because I work from home. As you see, I'm looking rough. I don't be getting haircuts no more. I don't. I could care less. <laughs> and it'd be that. like. Mm, I gotta get a haircut I gotta do all that And I just be like oh. And y'all haircut Take time Like When you get in the chair It's like 10 minutes You done But waiting mm-hmm. To get that haircut It's like an hour and a half like, Two hours so, Like I was supposed to get one I was gonna get one today Took the money down And everything And I saw the haircut place Was packed And I was just like nah, I'm good yeah, I was like, "What time you open tomorrow?" So I'll be here at nine. I'm like, "All right, I'll be uh, I'll be here at nine o'clock because I ain't, I'll be the first one because I ain't, I ain't." <laughs> and it's so hard, yo. Like when you find a barber to just because there's been other. It's it's like so it's him, and then it's like other barbers mm-hmm. in the shop. But because I fucks with him, I only go to him. Right. So I remember I wanted to get a haircut. It was. Was it the silent? It was no. It was the week before the silent party. Warren had through a uh, poetry event, okay. and I was going to go to it. And I thought it started at eight, but because I would have been with him, I got it for free. Started at like seven thirty. So I'm like, I had to be there by like seven seven thirty. So I'm like, okay, I get I get to the haircut place. My barber ain't there. Yeah, no. I was like, no. yeah, Warren well, ain't gonna be able to go because <laughs> my barber ain't here. And I don't trust these other people with my head. So it's like, uh-uh, I'm good. As you should. I'm the same way. Like, if I'm not doing my hair, uh, 9 out of 10, nobody else playing in my shit. Exactly. I had too many bad experiences 
and yeah it's just not happening exactly like i ain't yeah like i ain't like because if i'm stepping out i gotta make sure i step out right and then because ever since i moved back home i haven't unpacked all of my good clothes and i'm too Mm -hmm. lazy so it's like i gotta go through that find something i gotta make sure i got a haircut i gotta put the earrings in it's just a lot of work and i be, the more older i get the more lazy i get man right. i just I don't want to be outside everybody be like we outside i'm inside and i'm i'm per- okay I'm, I'm perfectly fine with being inside like but i'm you cool with it too that's true so that's a difference like you technically have no time for anything but sleep and work yeah so when it comes to like choosing going outside rather than Catching a couple of Z's or, you know, doing podcasts because mm-hmm. I see you real busy with mm-hmm. that. So it, it's not even a question. You it's like, like yeah, if I'm you want me it. to go outside, you got to tell me like three weeks in advance. Like, hey, we need <laughs> you for this date so I can make sure, all right, I get enough sleep during the week or I get enough sleep. Right. If you're doing it Friday, I get enough sleep so I could do it on Saturday until basically be like, I can't take no clients this week. Because you're trying to tell me last minute, if I got to choose going outside over money, I'm going to choose money. That's a fact. Every single time. That's a fact. And I feel what you're saying, too. Like, give me an advance notice because I'm the same way. Like, if you tell me something the day of or, you know, the Mm -hmm. day before, it's like, I might say, yeah, but that don't mean I'm going to show up there. Exactly. Like, I get you. I feel you. And I'd be like, because I try to always try to support people that support me. And I'd be like, bro, I've been wanting to go to your events, but you just... Just be all over the place for me. And I, I, I just like, cause another thing is I don't like going out late. Nothing good happens when you go out late. And I, I don't got time because I got a slick mouth. I don't got time to be picked on. Next thing I'm getting shot by the cops and all this Damn. other shit. I just be like, yeah, nah, I'd rather just stay inside. And then you seen where I live. I live in a cut. It, I live in a cut. But if, if, it's, cut too, if it's like one o'clock by the time we end in, I realistically I ain't getting home until about like two because of traffic. And I'm just like, oh. And most of the stuff don't close. I think that, like, when, when, with those cases, like, when I get out, I'm like, all right, bump it. Let me just go. I don't want to leave. Cause mm-hmm. it's like, damn, I am the life of the party. Mm-hmm. So I'll be having a good time. And it's like, you know, mine's well, because I ain't coming back out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when I'm going to be back outside. Mm-hmm. We had went with one of my friends. Well, two of my friends, one that was supposed to come today and um, do this podcast with us. And um, another homegirl, you know, I told her a couple of weeks in advance, too, because we got our, our tickets early for this event, the silent party. And, you know, I invited her. And um, I say this to say, like, not too many people are the same friend to you oh. as you are to them. Yes. So, yes. you know, I had a, uh, and I'm like, hey, you know, come out. We're going to pregame in my house. I got some, you know, drinks or whatever the case is. Y'all can do whatever it is y'all do to enjoy yourself. And she was down for it. And, you know, when she called me and stuff like that, like, I'm always a listener. I'm that friend that listens. I rarely have anybody. Not that I be wanting to, you know, go off about my business, but. It's like I never could depend on my friends to mm-hmm. just sit there and listen like, damn, listen to a bitch vent for a second. Anyway, long story short, and she wound up catching an attitude prior to us even hitting outside. And um, she like, oh, because I asked her, like, you know, you could hear the difference mm-hmm. in a person's tone and stuff. And I'm like, what's, what's up? What's going on? And she's like, oh, I got an attitude because my hair and everybody calling me. I'm like, bro, when I got an attitude with my nigga, I ain't taking it out on you. Mm-hmm. So what do I got to do with that? But I hung up the phone. And she came. Her attitude was salty. We went out. You know, I still had a good time. Didn't really pay it too much. And freaking after we left, everybody's in a good mood. And we decided to go to one of the pizza planets. Okay. Downtown and shit mm-hmm. whatever. So she wanted valet service, dropped off at the front of the door. I'm like, bro, I'm telling you, like, it's thick out here. There's no parking as soon as we get down there. Like, uh-huh. let's just take what we could take. And we found something not far from it, which was, like, literally up the block. And she like, oh, no, I'm not going. I'm like, bro, I'll buy the pizza for you if there's a parking spot close. I'm, like, I'm telling <laughs> you, it ain't no closer parking spot. So she like, no, I'm not going. So I'm like, all right, what you going to do? Send a car? She like, yeah. Then why'd you come out? That part. 
She the one that even she was the one that um suggested we go get food because we could leave, bro. Mm-hmm. I got food at the crib. I got pizza at the crib. You know what I'm saying? But we wound up going down there. She had an attitude. We get back because when we left out the car, the windows is up because we downtown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you sitting in the car mm-hmm. with child lock on looking crazy. Mm-hmm. Looking, re- 45, yeah, looking retarded. Right. 45, 50 minutes because the line is long as fuck. Mm-hmm. And we was out there having a good time or whatever. So we came back to the car. She had an attitude about that. And normally I don't say nothing. I just let shit slide because I'm like, you know, what does it work? Mm-hmm. Ain't even that serious. So she wound up. She still didn't hit me up to this day. Like, yo, I'm sorry about That's wild. such and such. You know, even if it's like, yo, you know, I got my stance on it. This is how I felt. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like, you know, those friendships ain't worth it. It's a lot of that shit going on out there. Do you want to start a podcast but don't know where to begin? Reach out to The Average Joe Media, a podcast traveling company. They bring their top-of-the-line equipment to you, record your episode, and edit it and email it back to you in just a couple of days. Monthly consultations also come with being a client as well along with affordable prices. All you have to do is talk, and they will do the rest. Express yourself, speak your mind, and relax. Let us do the work for you. Go to www.theaveragejoemedia.com to book your session today. The Baby Daddy Chronicles podcast is a podcast dedicated to fathers of all kinds who are being a positive role model for their kids. This podcast is to uplift fathers and tell their stories. Whether you're a husband, stepdad, baby daddy, or guardian, this podcast will allow you to tell your story. This podcast is available on all major platforms and releases a new episode every other Monday. Follow us on Instagram at Baby Daddy Chronicles Pod and email us at Baby Daddy Chronicles Pod at gmail.com. Welcome to the Baby Daddy Chronicles. And remember, all fathers who take care of their kids matter. You, let's, let's actually let's touch on that because I feel like right if friendship relationships all of that if I can't depend on you like you can depend on me right. why are we friends that's a fact like why are we friends and in previous women I would talk to it would always be like you want me to help you but you can't even help me right just and reciprocate yeah, exactly. the same shit. Re- reciprocate the same energy and half the time I don't even need you to to help me I just need you to fuck me feed me and treat me right and you can't even do that like See, we me, ain't as far as friendship goes like just give me the same energy I'm giving you exactly and I, like I said like I feel like I'm put here to help other people to listen you know what I'm saying to just have them be heard mm-hmm. and you know give them advice and it's always like you know when we good we great because it's like oh nikki you such a good listener i'm glad you my sister and this that and the third giving all these good compliments and then when shit don't go your way it's like fuck you mm-hmm. all right i'm cool with that though because i ain't never lose sleep over a bitch Eggs. say that again <laughs> i feel you on that i ain't <laughs> never lose sleep a nigga either shit. i feel you on that man like definitely i'm on with you on that because like if I'm if I'm always helping you out and I'm in a jam, and I think I like, and you tell me you ain't got it, or you, I don't know why you hit me up because you know my money ain't like that. Why are, I'm saying like, why are we friends? Or why am I even talking to you if I'm trying to be with you? Like, I, I think that's one of the things I had to change when I was dating around. It was always 
I think I went for looks more so than personality. Mm-hmm. And then I had to switch it. Because it's like, yeah, you look good. And yeah, you want my help. But if I'm helping you, if I help you pay your light bill and then you helped you pay your phone bill, why are you still struggling? Like, well, what are you doing with your money? It's, it's like poor money management. And yeah. I'm like, I ask you for simple shit. And every time I ask you something, it's an excuse. You gone. Like I'm, I'm not dealing with yeah. that. Like I know I'm too old for that. I'm not dealing with, with that. With me, it's like I don't. I'm, I'm not gonna ask none of my friends for no money. Mm-hmm. That's just, that's just who I am. And calling my pride or whatever the case is. Like I rarely ask for help. But we was having some car trouble when my dude was up here with his truck. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, she offered to come out there and have the tow truck from her company because she had AAA. But I also have you know free towing with my insurance as mm-hmm. well. You know, but she offered, which it was appreciated, but I also had somebody else. Like, you know, when you're a good person, it's always going to be means yes. for you to be taken care of. You yes. know what I'm saying? So I wasn't really stressing, and I even was at the point like, yeah, no, don't stop doing what you're doing and come, you know, come over here. Which, like I said, it was appreciated. But it's like, I'm not that type of friend. I don't really want you to do anything <clears throat> for me. I just want you to treat me right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And if, I'm doing something wrong. Let's have a conversation. I feel you. I'm the same way. I feel like it takes. I'm only asking the person I'm in a relationship, my parents or my brother. Like if 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 I'm asking one of my friends some money, I got to be down really bad. Like I got to be like really, really struggling to reach out and be like, hey, I could use some I ain't some help. I ain't asking. Not even your dude. No, my dude is a different story. Mm hmm. I ain't asking him either. I'm just, I need this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so hold on, let's, let's touch on this, right? Because I'm a firm believer in a relationship, right, that you can borrow money. Um, I ain't borrowing it. I mean, I'm going to say I'm going to borrow it, but I feel like. See, that's if, where, see, you got to be real. You got to be, because the way I look I'm gonna at it. I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you because we live together. So mm-hmm. it's different. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm like, oh, can I borrow some money to normally it's for some shit for me to shop online because stay on somebody freaking website purchasing some shit I don't even need. So um, I asked him. Let me see. All right. I asked him to lend me some money for some books mm-hmm. on that I got on my counter. And he was like, you don't like paying me back. Like, Boy, just give me the money or I'm going to use your card anyway. <laughs> so if I don't pay him back, it's because I had to buy the soap and the tissue and mm-hmm. shit for the house, toothpaste, deodorant, necessities that everybody uses. So that's how I look at it, right? I am not, so I don't really ask the person I'm in a relationship with to pay me back. But the moment you said you're going to borrow it, I want it back because now you set that expectation. <laughs> but if you just like, oh, can I have? Then I know I'm giving it to you and I'm not expecting it back. I remember one previous relationship, one previous one previous relationship I was in, and the girl I paid her lights. We were supposed to go half, but she didn't get her check for some reason. So she was like, "Hey, I'm going to. Could you pay? And I'm going to give you the other half back." And then she never did. And I got pissed because I'm like, you told me he's going to pay me back. So why you ask me for more money when you didn't even pay that back? Right. You should have told me I need you to pay it. I probably would have told you no because I wouldn't have paid the whole thing. But I right. gave you something towards it. But the moment you tell me that you are going, you said borrow, you're going to pay me back. It's, 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 it's You set the expectation. Yeah, money is the root of all evil. It really one. is. And secondly, what I learned from lending out $2,500 to somebody. Whew. Yeah. Is don't lend what you expecting to get back. Mm. But I got my money back. Okay. Damn. I got my shit back. Twenty five hundred. Yeah. I never lent out that much. Yeah. And you? Nah. I'm a good friend. I'm a good friend too, but not like that. Even if I had it, I, I got. I got. See, you know how people have like relationship PTSD. I got money PTSD, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not lending out that much money. Like you telling twenty five hundred. I'm gonna it tell was you for quick. a kid. It was for a kid situation. Hey, it ain't my kid. <laughs> and I was good You know I had I had the money to give mm-hmm. So you know I wasn't stressing that. Like you said I was just stressing The whole point Of getting my shit back Cause it's the It's but, the principle man right. Like a lot of people Don't understand right. Half the time If I give the money out It'd be sometimes Where I put myself in a bond Cause you may need it And I really care for you So right. I'll put myself in a bond And make sure you're straight and Then if you don't give it back You don't have a problem But half the time 
I really don't need the money back. Right. But if you tell me you're going to do something, it's the principal. And I think. $2,500, I want my shit back. Yo, yeah, 2500 I want it all back. Matter but, of fact, I, I need it back with interest. Because that's, that's one thing that I've learned. Like, if I'm going to give money back, nine times out of ten, I'm going to give you a little something extra for helping me out during that time frame. But I think with the, with some of the women in the past I was dealing with, it would be like she would be under the impression of she don't like being told no. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. Me either, I don't. But keep that same energy. So if you don't like being told no, you ask for something, I give you something. If I want to have sex. <laughs> That's prostitution. It's not prostitution. <laughs> it's not prostitution. <laughs> if if you telling me right, take if you telling me, if you making sure I'm straight, I'm make sure you're straight. Right in a relationship, that's right. what you do. Cool, but if I'm if it's only a one way street, I'm not feeling that. Yeah. So then when you sit there and be like, "Oh, I need this," I'm like, "But you need to say, I'm real big on people keeping their word. You keep your word, right. you get whatever you want out of me. That's a fact. But if you don't keep your word, you get nothing out of me. Yeah. And then you'd be like, "Oh, what happened? Well, you ain't keep your word. Oh, well. And I hate excuses because yeah, I don't because no. just communicate with me. exactly. Just communicate. And a lot of people don't communicate. See what with that twenty five hundred situation, like I was, you know around this person every day and it's like you don't got no money to give me towards what i gave you or Uh lent you you know what i'm saying lent you because i didn't give it to you but what i lent you but you out here spending fifty dollars on the eighth every day yeah i hate that shit every day i hate that shit. and i'm looking i'm not watching your pockets but i'm like yo you're not communicating with me that's number one. Oh no, if I'm gonna give you twenty five hundred, I'm pocket watching. And Fuck all that. <laughs> no, I mean I'm I'm kinda different. Like I feel like, you know, for me, money come in my hand and it go. Mm-hmm. It come and go. I'm not one of those people that's like pressured for it. Like I know I like I said, we was talking, I wear plenty of hats. Mm-hmm. I wear plenty of hats. Like I'm gonna get it either either way, regardless. But it's like if I'm doing you this favor, like you said, my word is my bond, communicate with me. Facts, Just let facts. me know what you got going on. And if you ain't got it this week, look, I don't want fifty dollars, <laughs> but say that shit up. Or buy fucking some less than what you buying mm-hmm. to smoke. You know what I'm saying? But don't show me like, oh fuck you on what the money that you gave me and what it was for. Cause if I give you something, it's obviously either gonna be for my son or for my house. Yeah. It's really never for myself. Mm-hmm. You know That's I'm facts. Saying? Like so, I I would say that, like, when it comes to people and when they owe me money, I'm big on communication. Like, if you telling me you're going to pay me back and then you ain't got it, but if you communicate that with me, mm-hmm. then it's cool. I'll, I'll make arrangements. Like, I, I got to give my homie Larry, like, he does that a lot. Like, he'll be like, hey, I'm going to pay you back. But if he don't have it, he will tell me ahead of time, my bad, bro, I ain't got it, but I'll give it to you next week. He's always paid me back. Right. I'm real flexible, but it's just when you sit here and ignore me, like you don't owe me money and you out here spending shit mm-hmm. with the money that I gave you. Right. Oh, yeah. No, nah, that, that, it that popped up with yeah. a new fucking charger. I'm like, so was this for the kid or was this for this car? <laughs> <laughs> ain't no way. So, I learned in that situation to never lend out. What you don't have to not get back mm-hmm. And I haven't lent money out In a minute And if I took money from you Like I'm definitely gonna give it back Unless I've decided I'm not giving it back to you Because of all the shit I've done for you Oh like, yeah you know that's a fact Like, like if you owe me money and then you get And then I ask for money and you give it to me I'm just gonna take well, it as a part of the payment that you owe me Let's let's put it like this And you could tell me if I'm wrong Okay so my son's aunt, she got back a little um, money when the pandemic happened. Uh-huh. She got back her, um, what is it called, her 401k. They okay. let her cash out or whatever early or whatever due to the pandemic and uh-huh. shit. So long story short, she got back like 15 racks. And Damn. I've been looking out for the girl. Not saying that I do things for expectation. Uh-huh. But, you know, you got your kids scratching up my damn flat screen TVs, mm-hmm. fucking up my son room, and I'm picking you up, taking you here, taking you there. I don't ask for gas. Mm-hmm. I don't ask for nothing. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't need it, but I, you know, was like, yo, let me hold $100. Mm-hmm. And she gave it to me or whatever. And then we got into it, and she like, oh, I need that $100 back. So I'm not giving you that $100 back. Charge that shit to the fucking blinds your kids broke. 
TV scratched and you actually you owe me. How much you owe you? I gotta tally it up, but it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's no, a lot because I don't I don't play super safe a whole plenty of nights. Yeah, you're not wrong because I, I look at it as you know you owe me money, mm-hmm. and when you got this money back, you could easily been like, I'm going to pay her back, but you chose not to. So therefore, if I ask you for money, you ain't getting that shit back because you owe me money. Charge it to, like you said, the blinds that your kids broke, the, the, the flat screens that they scratched, the money that you actually owe me, take it off that. And I still want the rest of my money because now I know that you got it. I ain't even asked her for no money, though. Aside from that $100, I just felt like invest in your shit. You know mm-hmm. When when she got that shit, I actually kind of distanced myself from it because I'm like, you know, I don't want nobody thinking I'm the one that spent up that fucking money uh-huh. and you ain't got shit to show for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm giving you good advice. I'm telling you, I'm going to help you look for this, look for that car apartment, this, that, and the third. And I, that was another relationship. I don't know. I've been cutting motherfuckers off hey, since the you, pandemic. That's how you got to be, man. Cutting them off. Like, if you ain't conducive to my health or... My funds financially, you know, checking up on my kid. Like, motherfuckers fuck with you just so they could go downtown, have a mm-hmm. ride downtown and shit. Mm-hmm. I ain't got time for that. And then you fucking with somebody that I don't fuck with. Mm-hmm. So where's your loyalty? I don't need nobody hanging on the side, side of a fence when it come to me. Because my loyalty is clean and clear. I feel you. So I got a situation for you. And tell me if I'm wrong. A lot of people say I was wrong, but I don't think I was wrong. You talked to this one chick, and she was, like, in a bad situation. Mm-hmm. So, like, I helped her with some bills the first month and the second month. And she was supposed to pay me back. Mm-hmm. And she didn't. And so, when she came around, when she needed help that third month, I'm like, you ain't pay me back. And she was like, oh, such and such. So... Damn. Yeah, I'm an asshole. So I'm gonna tell you the story. I gave Not her you. I gave her two options. I was like, you can either give me some head or <laughs> Yeah, niggas ain't shit. I know I ain't shit. <laughs> but at this point I was fed up. I was like, you can either give me some head or uh I'm gonna make you sign this contract. Because I knew that she didn't want to give me the head. So I knew if I made her sign the contract, it's illegally buying a contract and I could just get my money anytime I want. But to me, and so she she did so she had picked the contract which is which is what I which is what I knew she would do mm-hmm. and because I outsmarted her that's the way I call it, I outsmarted her and then I was just like she was like oh she called me the feds because I made her sign a contract I'm like I'm not a, I'm not the feds I'm like you had no intentions on paying me back and you just would have chose option A you wouldn't have to sign the contract but you ain't want to choose option A so now you under a contract to pay me back and I, I in the contract state you had to pay me back for all the other stuff that I. That I paid for too So it went from Like a couple Couple hundred To like six hundred dollars That you now owe me And it's like That's not my fault You ain't pay me back Yeah but for me I don't think it was wrong Number one Cause I need the head As a holdover okay? <laughs> That's number one you Need the head as a holdover I like that Number two Your ass is stupid for After fool me once mm-hmm. Shame on you mm-hmm. Fool me twice Bitch ain't gonna be no three times Exactly So I don't know what the hell you had going on Especially for somebody who Be holding on to their chain <laughs> In their pocket bitch You feel what I'm saying So I don't know what you What you was going through at that time But I ain't After the first time you let me down And you ain't communicating You ain't doing what you gotta do As far as You know at least putting some type of effort To give me back What mm-hmm. you borrowed in the first place it ain't gonna be a second time. I ain't got it. That's facts. But y'all can have three racks in my pocket. I ain't got it. Yeah, I do learn I that. do not. I do I have not to learn have that. it. I, I definitely have to it. learn that. But yeah, people people really called me uh it was a joke going around talking about um they called me Nate. What's that? Like um I'm in a bind Nate because I put her on a contract and I'm just like Contracts is what you need. Yeah, I have. I put my dude on a contract. Yo, you gotta tell me this story. This okay, is- so <laughs> what? Um, when we when we first got out here, I had got a um little hoopty. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We needed to get from point A to point B. And um, long story short, and we wound up moving into our our apartment over where we lived at. You know where you came to when we did the mm-hmm. first podcast. 
And basically his job was maybe an hour away. So instead of him like doing the tolls, he was running the tolls yeah, every day. Yeah, yeah. Now that, that shit that adds shit, up because I owe like listen. I owe like a couple I owe like maybe like like fifteen hundred. You hear me? Easy. You hear me? Like Especially if you don't pay him, that shit just be racking that's up. That's a fact. And then if you don't pay him sometimes, especially so the four oh eight. If you don't pay the four oh eight, they will suspend your registration. That's right. And then if they then if they don't, it turns into a ticket. It's right. the, you have option A, which is if you don't pay by the first one, which is the original total amount. Then option B is like an extra like fifty dollars, and option That's C right. is like three thirty eight. So I probably spent a good over like twenty five hundred because there was a couple of them where I had to pay like uh, three thirty eight. Then I, I had sure to, did. Yeah, so I had to pay it. They suspended my license, which I didn't have any ideas, and I'm like, they, they, as to why they suspended why did they suspended it? it? Because the tolls didn't get paid, and they sent the tolls to um, collections. To collection. See, I got lucky. I, I so, they just suspended my registration. They never suspended my license. No, so when they suspended my registration too, because that's how I found out. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you can't, you know, re-register because your license is suspended. And I'm like, why is my license suspended? And they show me all the toll violations. Y'all and I'm pissed. like, bro, you you're gonna pay this back. <laughs> Cause I wound up, you know, dropping the money on mm-hmm. shit or whatever the case is, and it's like I have to have a license. Mm-hmm. I need a license. I need to, you know, to renew my mm-hmm. tags. Cause you know, every time your birthday come around, yep, if you facts. get it for either two, two years or one year, mm-hmm. so it was already at that two year mark, and it's like I'm going to the DMV, like, oh, let me go ahead and go, you know, put this forty dollars, mm-hmm. eighty dollars down, whatever it is, and they like, yeah, no, not today. Hell no, nah, I'll be pissed. But he paid it. He paid it, so. But he like, oh, you owe some of them. So I said, nigga, we going to have to tally this motherfucking shit up. I got a, a printout of. A spreadsheet. Oh, we just. Dead ass. I'm not mad at that, though. I don't play. I'm not like, mad at that at all. I had a spreadsheet of what tolls was ran, when it was ran, how much the total was going to come up to, what I had to pay right then and there. We still, like, after paying all of that, like, recently, because um, I just bought a Mercedes. Mm-hmm. And um, freaking um, don't own no payments, none of that shit. I'm so hey. proud of myself with that. It was hard, but but it's not brand new, but it's new to me. It ain't gotta be. Listen, if you if you if you own that outright, it ain't gotta be brand yeah. new. It's new to you. Yeah. But um, so I paid everything off and made sure we you know we ain't got nothing because when we are when when you when you're in a relationship, excuse me, when you're in a relationship. It's a 50-50 thing. Mm-hmm. If I'm not good, you're not good. Facts. So, you know, he paid everything that he had to pay against his will because he did not want to pay that shit. He's like, oh, I'll do it. Not no next nothing. You're doing it now. Mm-hmm. So hand the paper over. Now, I had a situation like that. It was me and my ex. I ran some stuff in her car. And then when it came time to renew it, she had tried to pin it like I did all of this. And I was like, you was only going from these months to these months. So from these months to these months, I know I did true. that. Right. But from these months to those months, you did that. So okay. I'm like, here go the money that I owe you. But the rest, that's you. Right. Don't don't blame this on me because I only had the car from these months to these months because right. you was out of town. Right. So I don't want to hear that. Because they be trying to get over you quick. Oh, I think you. Mm-mm. So I had to do just like you. I was like, all right, I'm going to go. I'm gonna pull it up. I'm not. I'm not even gonna give you the money. I'm gonna just pay it myself mm-hmm. because I literally went through, looked at the dates, and looked once I looked and at the yeah, looked at the dates, and I knew this is me because right. you you weren't even in the state. But all the other stuff when you had your car back, that's you. See, I handle everything when I think about it. Now that we sitting here talking, I I legit handle everything. Like I got his little e pass on his car, mm-hmm. got one on my car. I need to get one of those because that probably be helpful. I'm just too lazy to go down there and get and one. And when you do, if you do have tolls, they knock off half of it. If you're a first time customer, yeah, okay, I'm gonna have to so get that. So that kind of helped out too. So like they, so if you owe debt, they just knock off half of it. Or no, that, if, oh. if if it haven't gone to collections already, then you got to pay what's in collect what's in collections. Mm-hmm. But if it haven't gone to collections already, then they knock off half. So if it's like a thousand dollars that you pay like five something. Oh, I'm about to get me that. No, that's a <laughs> so, um, I mean, I I feel like you know Florida, New York is worse. So mm-hmm. Let me not even go there. But Florida is just like any little thing you breathe wrong up ticket. Yeah, 
but New York, I went out there. We, me and my son, I took him um, for his birthday. But we went in January. So his birthday in December. But we went in January. And pretty much um, the roads out there, period. Just the streets, regular streets. You're paying. Damn. Everything. You're paying. We rented a car. We flew out there and then I rented a car. So the rental was its own bill. And then you got to pay for everything else, <laughs> basically. Yeah, just you're driving. Too much. Too expensive. So I'm like, yeah, I'm glad I'm, I'm out of there. A gallon of milk is like $5 now. Damn. I don't even drink milk. The fuck I'm buying all this I milk? think like for me, when I move out there, I think it helps for me. I'm not going to be moving to the city because mm-hmm. I'm not a city person anyway. I'm more of the suburbs, right. so I can live with that. But I don't think I'll be moving out there if, if yeah. I was moving to the city because I, I don't I don't like the city. I tell you this much: it makes you appreciate being out here in Florida because mm. that shit is ridiculous. Ridiculous. I ain't even with the shit. So I, was like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'm coming back up there. Everybody like we ain't get to see because I only stay for it was a little less than a week, probably like five days. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I'm not. I can't do it. Yeah, I've always Can't been a sub, I've always been a suburban. That's I guess that's why I don't like downtown Orlando. I just don't like crowded places like that. I like to yeah. be like where my parents live now. I don't want to be that ducked off, but I like to be ducked off. Just just being just being in a chill. Like first of all, I don't know how to parallel park, so I hate downtown Orlando. Second of all, it's just so <laughs> I it's, do. I be whipping that like the whole nigga. It's but just so busy. In my- in my hand. And I think that's probably why I hate going to Miami because I hate paying for parking. Yeah, and it just be so, I'd be too. like, bro, it'd just be so damn expensive. And then the traffic, I'd just be like, Lord. I was down there a few weeks ago and I'm just like, I don't know how. I was like, my little brother down there, I don't know how he do it because it's too expensive for me. Yeah. I, I, uh-uh. I can't do it. So I wanted to bring something up. Okay. Um, My son's father, right? And I try not to talk about them on, um, podcast mm-hmm. or period at all but i had did like a father's day pod so mm-hmm. with my homeboy and i was asking a few questions and stuff and with my homegirl i was supposed to pop up um i wound up looking at his um aunt's page because we was really tight i knew him since I, we was like nine years mm-hmm. old so you know, my cousin was telling me, like, oh, I still got her as a friend and shit like that. So I wound up taking a peek or whatever. I ain't missing nothing. You know what I'm saying? People don't elevate. Uh-huh. And it's like sometimes you you did the right thing when you stop fucking with people. Facts. So I wound up seeing that, like I said, her and my son's father, other baby moms, they cool. They like best friends now. Uh-huh. So, um, looking at her page led me to look at the chick page, which this is, I I don't even do. I don't even go on a girl page because mm-hmm. there's no need. Like, I already know she ain't on my level. Like, mm-hmm. they talk so much shit and then I seen, you know, which get your money how you get it. You feel what I'm saying? But don't talk, don't, don't come for me. Okay. <laughs> when I'm making more than you and everybody in your household. Okay. So, um, well, my son father basically is like a back and forth thing. I try to be copacetic, mm-hmm. you know, and he hasn't been there for my son. He like pop up in and out around birthdays, mm-hmm. not even for my son's birthday. Cause he ain't calling him this year for his birthday. My Damn. son heard him say some shit about, you know, basically didn't hear him say some shit. He didn't mention my son. You know, to somebody that he just met and come to find out we lived right. You know, we lived close to each other. So Uh my son and my son used to hang out and stuff. So, um, yeah, she he didn't mention he just mentioned he had daughters, but didn't mention my son. That's some fucked up shit. And my son heard it. So, you know, he was hurt by it. And I was pissed the fuck off by the situation. And, you know, I wound up bringing it to his attention. Like, listen, I heard that you didn't even mention your son. Like, if you upset with me, that's one thing. Exactly. But acknowledge your child. Like, Uh I don't have no ill will towards you. I just want you to be consistent Uh in this kid's life. Don't think that you're going to be in and out because that's not how it's going to go. So to them, it's like I'm bitter. I'm keeping my son away from them. Whereas my son is going to be 15 this year so he makes those decisions and those choices Uh as to if he want to be around that 
And he's like, you know, when he don't speak to his dad and then he finally decides to, he gets upset because he's always like, why you didn't call me? Why you didn't do this? And why you, you know what I'm saying? And my son is not confrontational. He's the, the, his dad gets upset. Yeah. I feel like, right. So it's not the kid's job to reach out to you. Mm-hmm. It's your job to reach out to your kid. So and be consistent. Exactly. So talking about you're upset. Why didn't you call me? And all this and all that. Right. Nah, like that's your job to reach out to your to your kid. So you shouldn't be mad because he didn't reach out to you. That if you had a better relationship with him, it wouldn't be an issue. That's a fact. That's a fact. That shit deserves a bomb. Give it a bomb. Give it a bomb. <laughs> 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 and my son is like I said, he's not confrontational. And the whole stigma is that I've been keeping my son away from him, from his family, and this, that, and, this, and the third. But there's drama, you know. Yeah, they, I don't, I don't, I don't do well with drama. So I feel you on that. They drama. And I mean, when when I was young, it's like, all right, I got the time and the energy to go back and forth with y'all. But it's mm-hmm. like, I ain't about to argue with no bitch that's not working. I ain't about to argue with no bitch that live with her mother, her father. I ain't arguing with no motherfuckers that's not on my level. I'm uh-huh. just not doing it. Like, you want to fight? We could do that. We could do whatever it is you want to do, but I'm not going back and forth with you and keep fighting you and keep doing this and keep doing that. Like, I'm just convinced you in love with me. Like, that's facts. <laughs> leave me alone. That's facts. So, but it's like, oh, I don't know. I'm over it, though. I would be, too. I'm like, I feel it. like you just, I feel like, if you're not gonna be consistent, right. and I hate it when like people be like, "Oh well, you're holding the child away from the dad." But the older the child gets, the more they see you for who you really are. That's a fact. And if you aren't, because of course when you're younger, it's like, "Oh, I want to see my dad." But as moms, the like parents, got to protect the kid. If exactly. It ain't right for them, like you know, his grandmother is not a good grandmother. You know, at least to my kid, anyway. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if you're not going to be a positive influence Uh on my kid, why would I send him from somewhere he's good at, has a proper and, you know, a male role? Like, my dude's been in his life since he was seven years old. Uh So that's who he know as, you know, I ain't tell my son, oh, call him dad or, you know, this, that, and the third. But he's been the only positive male figure in his life consistently. Uh You know what I'm saying? And... Haven't missed the birthday since he been there. Like, and my dude don't call up for work for nobody, mm-hmm. but not even for his birthday. But for my son, if it falls on my son, like he leaving early or he, you know, he gonna do what he gotta do to make sure my son know he's there. You know, it's shit that my son tell him that he won't tell me. He feel mm-hmm. a little more comfortable with him, but that's because they built that bond. They got yeah, it that takes relationship, time. and it does take time. So, you know, that's the only advice I was trying to give his dad when we were able to have a conversation Mm -hmm. for all of a week Mm. until he started texting me all crazy and calling all crazy. And it's like, bro, the same energy you putting into calling my phone and texting my phone, you need to be doing that with your son. Exactly. I feel like as kids get older, the veil of I can do no if he can the parent the missing parent can do no wrong mm-hmm. goes away right and they really start to see like oh snap mom was right or dad was right see it's not even that situation where he could say mom was right because mm-hmm. he was on some his dad was on some shit like oh he gonna see you for the bitch that you are that you keeping me away from him and this that and the third and my thing is like in order to protect my peace I'm not going to deal with you. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to fuck with you. I'm not going to call you. I'm not answering your calls. Like, it is what it is. Take me to court. Mm-hmm. Let them decide. Because if you take me to court, there's no way I can say when it's your week, mm-hmm. I'm not bringing him. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I'm not taking him. And then I'm keeping him away from you. You understand what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But until you take me to court, there's no that you can't say I'm keeping him away from you because you're not showing this child that he's worth fighting for. That's facts. You understand what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, I'm not about to be fighting you just because you need some type of attention or you trying to fuck some shit up that I got going on over here, which mm-hmm. you can't do. 
But you're not, you're definitely not going to be fucking with my mental. Because uh-huh. he know what buttons to push when he say some shit about my son. And it's like, come on now. I'll this your kid that. too. This, it don't make sense. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, you telling my son all this fucked up shit about me? No, he sees it. This is what you show him. I don't mm-hmm. have to tell him nothing. Especially now that he's older, he sees you, but yeah. I don't want to deal with it. I don't have to tell him nothing. He see you not there. And when he is with you, you don't spend time with him. You you know, and I, I had to explain to my son, like, you, you have younger sisters. So when you have younger sisters, their babies or whatever the case is, you have to understand they require more attention. Mm-hmm. But it's a point, like, if your, if your son is there... Do some shit that the son likes. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Don't make that kid feel like they're outsider. And his bitch just got too much lip. Like, <laughs> put that shit on that nigga dick. So, you know, you can <laughs> shut up and he could shut the fuck up too. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But my best friend was telling me, like, bitch, she be giving me she want to fuck you vibes. I said, that bitch probably do because she stay on my dick. Uh. Like, this the first time I done, you know, said some shit about her. On air <laughs> To let her know Like bitch yes I know you be fucking watching uh. And I seen a little bit Which wasn't even interesting She ain't interesting I do We gonna wrap this up man This was fun Yeah This was definitely fun Um Plug in your social media Well you guys can catch me on Instagram at Let's talk about it with Nikki I think it's underscore Let's talk about it with Underscore Nikki and my Facebook is Let's Talk About It With Nikki. You can hit me up on my email if you're trying to come do a podcast at Let's Talk About It With Nikki at gmail.com. Pretty, pretty much on all platforms, mm-hmm. Let's Talk About It With Nikki. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. So when you coming back? Whenever you'll have me, sir. When's the podcast <laughs> coming back? Well, um, actually, I'm trying to rack up some mm-hmm. pod souls. We, we talked about that. That's so smart. when I do come back, I'll have, you know, a consistent flow going mm-hmm. on. So I got like maybe if I add this to the bracket, it'll be like four pod souls. Okay. So I'm I'm working on getting at least five to ten in the vault. Okay. And posting them every two weeks mm-hmm. to have like a steady flow. Like yeah, because you said. get ten every two weeks. That's a solid five months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's smart. That's smart. So then that way, even if life happens, you still got exactly. That's what I be telling my clients all the time. Exactly. Do they listen? Not really. But <laughs> see, but my issue was is that I I have not been consistent, mm-hmm. and you know that's something that I've been struggling with for these two years. Um, and then not only that, like I'm not a social media person, so mm-hmm. I'm trying to like post even if it's like the same thing I'm gonna hire me a social media manager I'm yeah I'm telling you <laughs> see um your homeboy was telling me I just need to have my son do it but he'd be so busy doing his own shit he'd mm-hmm. he be on some yeah I don't want to do that mom like, <laughs> I asked him he like yeah no and I'm like I'll pay you he like I'll think about it <laughs> <laughs> mention some money he gonna change his mind so hopefully we'll see how that goes and if not then I'll just try you know post mm-hmm. but i haven't been making like posts i've just been doing some shit on my stories though so. okay yeah that's that helps that still helps that helps yeah, um, let me get my little views <laughs> all right y'all you already know y'all can follow me man average atpc that's the podcast instagram uh personal instagram the original playmaker rate like subscribe to the podcast follow me on instagram as well so i can give more followers get more engagements um if you want to start a podcast man hit me up before i move you can hit me up after I move. I'll just let my assistants handle it and we'll just take it from there. Hello, uh, bullshit. This is about to be one of the best things coming out, coming coming in Orlando. So don't miss it. Cause That's a fact. When it when when I raise the tax bracket, them prices raising them prices raising as well. That's so you fact. better you better get it while it's cheap, man. Um, consistent get on the boat while the waves is low. You already know consistent quality, man. All of that as always. You already know, man. This is an average Joe Media production. And that's it, man. I'm going to check y'all next week, man. Thank y'all for listening, laughing, giving me feedback, whether y'all agree with it or not, because I know I'll be saying some crazy shit on here. (laughs) But it's all love, man. Philippians 413. Peace.
Different kind of city when you live in red. All different opinions, can you choose a side? Come together for the better. Change can only start from the thoughts of an average.